listening to the 215 KUR's Philadelphia Sports Talk. On the radio voice of Kutztown University, KUR. From the 610 to the 215, it's the 215, the podcast here. I'm Josh Lick. Welcome to the show. We're talking Philadelphia sports here just for a little bit. And those of you who know about the 215, you know that we like to talk a lot about the Sixers on this show. And that's what I'm going to do tonight. I'm going to talk a little bit about the Philadelphia 76ers. And last night was another dandy of a win for the Philadelphia Sixers as they defeated the Milwaukee Bucks on the road in Milwaukee for the second time in back-to-back weeks. So an impressive victory for the Sixers last night. They have now won 10 of 13 games. And the question is right now, is this Sixers team, you know, the, the playoffs are, are, it's not out of question. They're only a couple games out of that eighth playoff spot and the teams that are in front of them, uh, the Chicago Bulls, um, you know, uh, among other teams are struggling uh, to to handle the pressure of, you know, the team, the, the Bulls. You know, they, they have Rajon Rondo, who is a cancer to the team. Um, they've been having struggles with Dwayne Wade. Um, and, you know, they're just kind of, you know, uh, they kind of have all these um, contracts to pay for. And these huge, you know, monetary contracts are really not panning out in terms of success on the court. So, you know, the Bulls are struggling. There are other teams that are struggling. You know, the Sixers you know, have been stepping up to the plate when need be. And because of that, the Sixers are the team to look out for in the Eastern Conference right now as tomorrow night they take on the Houston Rockets. That game's on primetime ESPN uh, at 7 o'clock um, at the Wells Fargo Center. The The Sixers coming in at 17-27 and 27 into that matchup you might look at that and see and say, yeah, well, Josh, the Sixers are 10 games under 500, but you look at their success in recent weeks, 10 of 13 is nothing to gawk at. You look at that. It's incredible the way that they have stayed in the game. And two straight games in a row, Milwaukee yesterday and then a couple days ago against the Los Angeles Clippers, both games uh, Philadelphia was trailing. And then they came back and took the victory last night against Milwaukee. They capitalized on the Bucks' mistakes uh, and uh, on turnovers, and they really played their game to the all-impressive level that we are now accustomed to seeing in the city of Philadelphia. And this was all without their star center, Joel Embiid, who is dubbed the process, or that's what he calls himself, at least, and without Embiid on the floor, the Sixers found ways to do what Embiid does best without having him there. 
Nerlens Noel, 16 points, 13 rebounds last night. Really an impressive game for him. He was the main reason why the Sixers took a three-point lead with under a minute to play with the jumper that he had showing flashes of mid-rangeness, uh, something that he hasn't done for most of his career. And it's one of those things that just makes you wonder, is this guy going to stay around any longer than he already is? So I think that's something interesting to look at in terms of the Sixers. Now, winning is is great, and I, I'm all about winning, and I really want to see the Sixers win. The tough part about all this, though, unfortunately, and I hate that the Sixers are in this situation right now because it's really not a fun one to be in if you're a Sixers fan, if you're a Philadelphia sports fan, and you're sick and tired of losing, and you just want to go out and win basketball games, you know, and other sports, of course. But there's a sticky situation on our hands right now. The Sixers are winning these games, right? The problem is the way the lottery works... You know, there's a good chance the Sixers might fall out of the top five in terms of draft picks. And when the Sixers need a guard, a, a, a guard to step up to the plate and be something amazing, something that the Sixers have lacked, as we all know, you know, they might fall out of contention for a Malik Monk and definitely going to be out of contention for Lonzo Ball. And, um, you know, Dennis Smith was another one from... NC State, there are these guys that can step up to the plate and do something amazing, and, and, and that is what is riding on this season for Philadelphia. They might be winning games, but as more as they win more and more ball games, they fall out of contention for those draft picks. The one good thing about all this, though, however, is that the Sacramento Kings and the Sixers are going to swap picks at some point. And whether or not the Sixers pick is going to be higher than the Kings pick or vice versa, that's yet to be said. But, you know, if the Kings lose, if they start to lose a lot more and the Sixers keep winning and the Sixers are better than the Kings, then, you know, you could bet your britches pretty much that that the Kings will have a higher draft pick than the Sixers and the Sixers get that pick. So that's something to be... Uh, to wonder about and I think that that could definitely happen the Kings have been on a little bit of an upbringing uh, as of late they've won their last two games and the last game they won was yesterday night against the Cleveland Cavaliers at the Quicken Loans Arena against LeBron James so this team you know the Cavs they've lost six of eight and they've been struggling but the Kings while we need them to lose they won that game against the defending NBA champions so you know, it, anything's possible at this point, but I think the Sixers are in the right direction, no doubt about it. Just look at the, what they've done, and Joel Embiid has been the main reason for the Sixers' success this season. There's no doubt about that. Just look at the way that he has played, the way that he has conducted himself on the court, the way that he has gotten everybody else around him involved. He's gotten Ben, you know, Ben Simmons is out there on the bench, pumping up the crowd just like everybody else um, and he is also you know you, you you got guys that normally would not go up and step up and be contributors to this team you have a TJ McConnell character who 
you know, for all intensive purposes a couple of years ago was nothing more than a little bit of a scrub. I mean, the guy, you know, came out of Arizona. He was a little, uh, he was he short, lanky, does not, uh, did not project to have any kind of basketball su- uh, success. You put him on a Sixers squad that has no chance of making the playoffs. He has a chance to do something and make little contributions, maybe off the bench. I saw him play before. It was nothing special. And all of a sudden this year, you know, it's not like TJ McConnell decided this season that this was going to be the year that he was going to compete. He had a little bit of a spark plug, a little bit of an inspiration. He had a Joel Embiid there to be like, yo, TJ, you got this. We got this. We're a playoff team. The fans um, the fans want to get behind you. I want to get behind you. You can make something happen. TJ McConnell made that shot last week against, or was that two weeks ago? I can't remember, but it was against the New York Knicks. Made the jumper at the buzzer, and the Sixers took home the W. I think that was really the turning point for TJ McConnell's career, showing that this guy... Well, he may not be anything special on any other team, but you know, it's there's no denying that TJ McConnell is not an important piece to the puzzle for this Sixers team this season. Is he the future point guard of the Sixers? That's yet to be seen. I think if they keep working with him, he could be a solid backup. But I really think that the Sixers need to make something happen, whether it be a free agent, a draft, or you know, you know, you're gonna have to trade either Nerlens Noel or Jaleel Okafor, uh, and maybe you can uh, bring in a guard. And you know, that whole trade situation is so interesting right now as we can transition in to that for right now. Nerlens Noel could draw a lot of interest in trades just to look at the way that he has played. Um, and you know, it's not, and, and the thing about this is that the Sixers, they need a two player, a, a shooting guard, and that's not a position that teams just, you know, give up. They don't give up. That's an, a, that's an important position on the court. That's something you, uh, that is not, you know, given away every day. It's something that's rare to find a true good, uh, number two player on a team. Uh, something that you never see. So, you know, the chances of the Sixers getting a number two guy for shooting guard is pretty slim. Um, Nerland's Noel, you know, maybe combine Noel and a couple draft picks, you might be able to pick up something um, that could be of value to this Sixers organization. But the chances of that happening are pretty slim. The deadline is coming up soon. The all-star voting uh, concludes tonight with the reserves. Those will be released in just a matter of moments. Um, will Joel Embiid be an all-star? You know, But after that, it's the deadline. And then the trade after the all-star game, um, the trade deadline will commence. And we might see a Nerlens Noel trade. Uh, whether it be to um, Portland or Houston or one of those teams that out west that might need a power forward, someone to step up, uh, a bench player, um, or he could just you know sit out and 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 ride this uh, train. You know whether or not will the Sixers make the playoffs? It's looking like a really big 
possibility. Now, I, the Sixers making the playoffs, I don't think that's as much of a stretch as it would be to win a playoff game. Uh, you know, you're an eight seed. You have to play Cleveland. You know, for right now, if the season ended today, they'd be taking on the Cavaliers. I... I, I think that maybe Philadelphia could win one game in that series, you know, Joel Embiid. But the problem is, though, that the minutes restrictions, the not playing back-to-backs, is that, is that going to be the case as we get into the playoffs? I hope not, because Joel Embiid is the most valuable player, in my eyes, on this Sixers team. There's no doubt about it. So, you know, playoff team... I don't think it's all out of the question yet for this Philadelphia 76ers team. You know, will they make a run? I doubt it. Um, this is a way rebuilding year. We saw the start to the year. They've won 10 of 13. They're on a hot streak. But we know that, you know, things can change in the blink of an eye. Look at the Flyers at the beginning of the year with that long 11-game winning streak. And all of a sudden, you know, down the toilet goes the Flyers and now one of the most struggling teams in the National Hockey League. So we know that things can change on an instant and the Sixers, you know, they could be vulnerable to that. I mean, there's no doubt about it that, you know, this team, you know, a lot of the games they've won have come up pretty lucky. I mean, look at the Bucks game last night. They had that. I I was convinced that Philadelphia was going to lose that game. I mean, I think anybody else would have said that. Uh, I know that they had been coming back in recent weeks, but you know, I was convinced that they were going to blow it. Um, they were down by three, uh, but Milwaukee they just couldn't handle the ball in. They couldn't, you know, they turned the ball over a little too much, and that was it. You know, that was it for them. And because of those turnovers, because of those miscues and missed opportunities, you know, the Sixers capitalized on them and took the lead and kept going and had a five-point lead. And that's how we ended the game on the road for the second straight week against Milwaukee, um, you know, last week at the Wells Fargo Center. But, you know, I'm, I'm really, really happy with this. Actually, I think last week was in Milwaukee as well. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was against Milwaukee and back-to-back weeks so that's really interesting you know beating them in back-to-back weeks but you know the Sixers are just winning they keep winning though the trends are going the trust the process chance are are headed out in the right direction they have the uh the the raise the cat trend going on which I am still you know I don't have a cat but I have a cat emoji so that's what I did on my Twitter um but the Sixers are in the right direction So that's going to do it for this. I have somewhere to be tonight. Um, But thank you so much for tuning in to the 215 podcast now on Mixcloud. Um, I was on KUR, Kutztown University Radio, no longer. Um, I don't really have the time. I'm an intern at WEEU in Reading, Pennsylvania. Um, So I don't really have a lot of time to do this. Um, So, But I wanted to do a State of the Sixers address um, for... Uh, uh, my podcast now, the 215, um, and that's what I did. So thank you so much for tuning in, guys. Share this with people. Um, follow it. Like it. Um, do all that fun stuff. Go on Facebook. Uh, the two at, at, I think it's the 215 Philly Sports Talk. Go on Twitter at the 215 Sports. 
and uh, definitely check it all out. All right, guys, thank you so much. Have a good night. Go Sixers. Trust the process. All that fun stuff. Have a good night, everybody.